Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. Here we are, TechFest 2018, and it gives me a great pleasure to be talking to uh, Winspear State headliner Dan from the band Sick. Dan, how are you doing? I'm good. Good. Yeah, feeling the heat today. Oh, yeah, definitely. But we can't complain, though, can we? Not too much, anyway. Well, we're, we're, we are Brits. So. A nation of complainers. <laughs> and people, people are moaning it's too hot now. It's just British people. Indeed, yeah. that's it. A nation of moaners and a nation of people that queue. Yeah, this is true. Queuing moaners. Queuing moaners, indeed. So, uh, how are you doing then? Really good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really good. Looking forward to tonight. Yeah. Got our chops down, had a few rehearsals. Good right. to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good, to, good to go, indeed. Uh, so, I'm just trying to think, where, when did you play uh, TechFest last? About three years ago, was it? Four years Four ago. Four years ago, isn't it? 2014, yeah. yeah, when we first came back. I think. Yes. Um, so it's been a while. Yeah, because it was interesting, because I think that was, the, was that the same year as the download um, tent headline? Yes, yeah. Because I remember coming across to see you on that, and I'm trying to think, I, do you know what, I couldn't put a lap of thinking it was on the uh, it was on the main stage and I remember sort of cutting through thinking shit six the reform they're there so I, I came think it was Lincoln it Park was, Lincoln, you know. was it Lincoln Park or then or might have been Avenged actually yeah it was someone massive that we couldn't compete with yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you got me you drew me into the tent that's what well, I found out my girlfriend it. I think Lincoln Park went into our set and there was a bit of overlap and I found out my girlfriend at the time because she had VIP passes alright yeah, yeah she just buggered off <laughs> So she was Lincoln well, Park. It was a happy and I couldn't theme, blame her. To be fair, though, wasn't yeah, it? I couldn't so. blame her. So, um, yeah, but no, we had fun, and it, and it was four years. Yeah, because it was a uh, World Cup fever. We came off stage yeah. and watched some footy. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Same in, in deja vu, then, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even more now, because we're not getting knocked out uh, yeah, by Italy. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> oh, no, no, let me go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be yeah, a, a big match. So, uh, is, the, is the, um, the football bug grabbing you, then, Dan, is it? Yeah, I'm a big football fan, so, yeah, this is... I'm pretty much on my phone all day long. Yeah, yeah. Seeing what's going on. <laughs> um... You know, same with Mikey. It's pers- uh, Mikey, me and Mikey are obsessive football fans. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, it's, it's great. We're loving it. Yeah, loving it. yeah. I, I'm, I, I watched the Uruguay game in between interviews today. Well, so, we had <laughs> did you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, go on, friends. So, it's quite held though. I did have a little side flutter on Uruguay to be the outsider because it was good odds. But you know, I think Cavani being injured has fucked them. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then it's like one of those where uh, all of a sudden, like every country wants an Mbappe and the way that he sort of plays, just he was terrible. I was. He wasn't good, was he? I know. That 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 diving was. Yeah, that was Neymar. It was absolutely. It's that's been the the biggest story of this World Cup beyond VAR and beyond it being the greatest World Cup of all time in terms of just excitement. Yeah, has been the 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 levels of embarrassing diving. Absolutely, and the fact that I saw a statistic earlier today that Neymar spent 14 minutes of play rolling around on the floor. Oh, it's really <laughs> and there's only four games. Uh, he's, uh, he's a disgrace, but he's <laughs> such a gifted footballer, which, yeah, yeah, always the way. Indeed, indeed. So, uh, back to you guys and, uh, and the band then. Interesting for me that you're doing some more dates later on this year in some of the smaller venues that are less well-travelled, as it were. Yeah, places we've never been to. Yeah, yeah, I always found that really interesting and real sort of positive for the venues themselves. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if you carry on playing the same places, ultimately people will say, well, I came there last time, why would I go again? Ultimately, the people in the small towns as well say, why do these guys never come to our town so yeah. 
so yeah so the idea was to just go to some other places and who knows what the shows will be like yeah. but it'll be funny the yeah. way I'm sure yeah indeed the riddles of humanity is that the that's title right. of the yeah, tour yeah. so uh, that's one of the songs on I'll, the new album I've been, yeah, yeah I was going to say that's leading into uh, which means we've got to learn how to play that song <laughs> for that tour <laughs> right we okay. realised that afterwards we're like shit we better yeah. practice that song <laughs> this is the hardest one on the album is it so uh, uh, Mikey's thrown thrown us in the deep end uh, like, by naming done. the tour <laughs> after the one song we can't play uh, yeah, so plenty of practicing then. Loads, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, you've got um, loath uh, with you on support yes. as well for uh, uh, for that particular tour and that particular run. So what do you know of uh, of those guys then? Not very much. Just that they're really good and they're on the way yeah. up. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was seemed like an obvious choice, and you know. Um, often, if I'm honest, bullshit aside, you let your agents decide. Yeah, yeah. Unless that you really dislike the band, you yeah. say no, we're not having them on the tour. But if your agent wants a band on, yeah, it's the agent's world. They're booking it, and right. they're the ones who've got to make the, make it make sense. Have you sort of ever been in the opportunity where you've seen a band and thought, let's take them on the tour, rather than sort of be not dictated but suggested by your oh, agent? Oh yeah, yeah. And we have, like them, let's take yeah. Them. If if we really wanted a band there, we'd be able to get our way. But ultimately, yeah. um, it needs to make sense. Yeah, know. of course, it does, yeah. Promoters like to say this is how much they bought at the last gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. to that really. Yeah, and you know, we've had uh, we've had some great support bands in the past. Some not so good, but yeah. you never you never really know until you do the tour. But really, what would make us happier is uh, every band on the tour being in the same dressing room, hanging out, getting on really well. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you've got that, then it's a more memorable tour yeah. than maybe some of the sold out ones where the, the support band had a complete dick in the band and yeah 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 and they were stuck on their minibus and you didn't want to do it because they were a bit of a knob yeah yeah <laughs> and you do have that it's rare most bands are cool most bands are friendly yeah. there's been the odd occasion where you're like oh god I'm stuck with them for a while you yeah. know it's just what happens yeah and they're probably yeah. saying the same about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> indeed I see that you've got from uh, tonight's uh, uh, show you're playing the key club as well in Leeds tomorrow night tomorrow straight yeah straight in there yeah which we were just told there's an EDL march tomorrow in Leeds. Wow, is there? Right. Which I was saying to the guys, like, if England do get knocked out of the World Cup tomorrow in the midst of any beer-fueled EDL march, yeah. it's not really a place I want to be. But, yeah. But, yeah, we'll just make sure we have fun at the gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a great venue as well, so... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kick the Nazis out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um... I may be wrong on this one, but I'm not so sure. It depends on what, what sort of info the internet provides, because it can, can't always be trusted. No, um, indeed. Uh, so, Steve Patel and Lost Alone. Yeah. So, uh, having uh, spoke to Steve quite a few times over the years when he was in Lost Alone and the sort of bits of tours that they did around the UK, yeah. uh, I, I found that sort of a, an interesting uh, relationship and the fact that you've done some songwriting with him earlier this year. Yeah, so Steve and me, Steve's one of my best mates, and oh, I, I right. produced the last Lost Alone record, yeah. Shapes of right. Screams. Right. Um, and we write a lot together, and we started writing a lot of country music in, in Kansas and yeah. Nashville. Right. And me and him are doing it together, so we're going out there in next week for three weeks. Oh, right. um, back in October. Yeah. We were there in March. Um, yeah, we write a lot together, and he's done two solo records that I produced and mixed as well. Yeah. So right. we do all our stuff together. We have a sort of musical compadres. Right. Um, right. And he's a super talented guy yeah. and, a, and a brilliant person. Yeah. And we just, we're both extremely ambitious and we connect really well, so yeah. we, we just do most of our stuff together. Have, have you got his passion for Queen then? Not to his extent. <laughs> I mean, I love Queen, but I yeah. would never even begin to, to 
compete with his levels. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, he's, you know, he knows everything. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's, yeah, I mean, his, his love of music and obsession for songwriting I share. Yeah. Right? It's, a, it's yeah. an affliction that we both... When we, we talk every day on the phone, I go to the coffee oh, shop, wow, and we right. have a long chat, and we just... We, we, our, our relationship is very much built on motivating each other. Yeah. You know, we're very, we're very driven. Yeah. Um, you know, and I always say to Steve, he's the most talented writer I know, and he always says that about me, which is nice. And we always say, well, we should have taken over the world by now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's make that happen. Just working on it one day at a time. So we're constantly like building little enterprises. And yeah. Keep writing with different people, and you know, uh, yeah, it's fun. We get, we, we have a lot of fun together. So how did that sort of uh, country sort of uh, element come around? Because obviously, it's a distinct, different pathway to sick. <laughs> And that, you know, well, possibly some of, the, some of the bands that you've sort of always been associated with in terms of sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, working with other side projects. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, Sixth has always been this thing that's Sixth has sort of defined me to an extent, but really it's the only thing like this that I do. Yeah. Beyond it, I write pop music. And, yeah. And, you know, I'm a pop head. Mm. Um, and I was producing an album in America last summer. Radio every day, my, my radio alarm to make sure I didn't sleep in. Yeah, and it just happened to be dialed into iHeart Radio, and there's like a franchise out there where they have iHeart Radio pop, iHeart Radio rock, yeah. iHeart Radio country, and I happened to have the country one on because I was in the Midwest. Right, I was in uh, no, I was in Asheville, which is in um, North Carolina, and I, I was just listening to country every day, and I just became obsessed with it, and I was like, oh my god, I've got to be writing this. Yeah, and and there's big bucks in America for country, and yeah. I thought this is something I need to get in on. Yeah. And um, I called Steve and I was like, Steve, we need to be doing this. This is where... Because the thing about country is that it's still very much... And it, it, it can't be kind of... Is it, the human element is the most important part of it, and the lyrical storytelling, the emotional connection, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Whereas music now, in, in my world as a producer, most bands are producing their own stuff in their bedroom, so you... There's a... Most bands are programming drums because they don't want to pay to go and see that. I get yeah. it all, but it becomes yeah. this kind of uh, shrinking world where yeah. I foresee one day uh, potentially being no room for producers. And, it, and equally, the start, people are starting to like have programs that come up with melodies. And they're right. like, oh, Jesus Christ, this music. Right. I, I, there'll always be a human element which is That's essential. And, and, and for me, country is the purest form of that. Yeah. And, and, and I, I thought, I, I need to be doing this for my future because this is. I can spend a long time doing this and I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty good at it, but I'm English and what the fuck do I know about most country subject matters? Yeah. Um, this is where the story takes kind of a strange turn in that there's another guy in America called Dan Weller. Um, who plays guitar in the Florida Georgia line who are a huge band in America right um, you know like really huge uh, and I've known him for 15 years uh, just because we got the same name it was just funny and uh, I said to him like you're in like the, pretty much the biggest country band in America hook a brother up yeah <laughs> let's work together absolutely yeah so, so me and Steve went to dance, and that's how it works. So me, Dan Weller, Dan Weller, and Steve Patel, yeah. we started writing country songs, <laughs> and we went in with all these Nashville writers, and we right. we thought we could get laughed out of the room here, yeah. or they could be like, guys, this is cool, but you know, stay off our plot. Uh, yeah, yeah, here, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Get off and of course, we're two Trump-hating liberals yeah. going to the Midwest yeah. from England. Who are both staunch atheists? We thought, right, we're gonna have to keep our fucking mouth yeah, shut. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but, but we end up great. We got on with everyone. 
and they were really into the songs written they yeah. like, spoke very highly of them actually so we were like oh we're right. on to something here and that's what's happened we started to write loads of country songs yeah. and it's just become our priority now is it the sort of <laughs> traditional country or is it like that it's, sort of it's a, a bit of everything oh, right, okay. yeah. so we've kind of broken it into all its different parts right and working with a bunch of different artists out there and ultimately it's it's all born out of friendship everyone's cool yeah you know, we've got these two two guys who are brothers Jordan and Joel who are both insanely talented musicians yeah. singers piano player guitar player yeah. we've got a great girl called McKenna we've got a guy called PJ Willem who's just um, one of the most talented humans I've ever met right we've got other Dan Weller who's incredible yeah. guitar and, and a great business mind too yeah. me and Steve um, and a guy called Corey Ryan we all all these people we've never met before and Dan knows a few different cats in Nashville I'd yeah. fly in, and all this, before we knew it we had this little team of writers that were all really decent down to earth humans yeah. and we started writing loads of songs together and we've just built off our own back so the rest of this year we're hoping to spawn some songs that get cut and yeah. get some hits out there right. that's the plan and is that something that you'll be sort of playing playing on and delivering yourself as a band or are they, is that something to write for Developing others them, as some of them are as artists some of them are for, for pitching to other artists yes um, yeah uh, what I've noticed being because I'm, I'm a writer over here yeah. I have a publishing deal the way it all seems to work is that you could write a billion great songs but ultimately they don't get used unless yeah. you float them into a network of other people who are incentivized to talk about them yes that's the network of the music industry is that yeah. no one's going to shout about this song for you or this new band for you but if they're suddenly cutting and getting commissioned they yeah. shout about it loads yeah. and in musical terms it's like that too you need everybody needs to be involved yeah if I've written a song it's me shouting about it yeah. if six people are involved in writing a song it's six people shouting yeah. about it and it's exponential yeah, then, so. yeah absolutely yeah. so it, it's very much a, just write loads of songs with loads of people involved and get yeah. everyone talking and yeah. we'll see what happens yeah that's yeah, the, that's the and, and, and that's the nature of the beast as as the music industry has evolved into, isn't it? Really, over the last sort of 10, 20, 30 years sure, or yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, I mean, in in the grand scheme of things, then with that sort of that as one of your current aspirations, where does sort of sixth fit in in with with that? Sixth is the thing I'm most proud of because it gave me a career in music, as yeah. it were. Um, and, and even now, when I'm working in the sort of poppier end of the industry yeah. you'll meet a manager of some massive pop star and uh, not that I work in that echelon but if you bump into people and get introduced to sort of successful people yeah. the amount of people that it's like oh no young I love sick yeah. <laughs> like, it's like you're 50 years old as well 60, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, six <laughs> has brought me so much um, help along yeah. the way it still yeah. gives me some sort of kudos yeah. um, which is hilarious I think, the, I, think I, I would probably say that that's definitely got to be attributed to the fact that they were or you are or were and that, that genre defining without a doubt and that's and that sort of breached uh, across a whole host of sort of units just in the general the music industry when something comes out and it's new everybody knows about it whether you're a fan of that like rock metal pop yeah it's indie. one of those names that for, I think as well if you're a band that comes out sort of pre the internet boom you consider yeah, yeah. it old school yeah yeah because we just got yeah, in on true. that yeah it gives you a little bit of a, a sort of an old fashioned cult thing yes because it's like wow they were around before <laughs> MySpace yeah it's only like 2000 isn't it yeah you know so I mean? it gives you a little bit of a sort of a vintage <laughs> Quality. Yeah, so uh, I think we've benefited from that. <laughs> yeah. On one level, we have. On the other hand, it's meant that we we didn't. We didn't. If we'd have come along a few years later, and we would have been 
so internet savvy that we'd be selling our records via our own Instagram pages and we'd probably all be richer. Yeah. But equally, <laughs> yeah. We, we kind of, we scowl at all that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're just, back, we're old, old yeah. school and a yeah. bit lazy with that stuff and I kind of like that. We're like, just, you know where our riffs are. We're not going to like hard sell them to you and give yeah. you bonus plectrums yeah. with every city. Yeah. it's just <laughs> granted we've done some stuff like that and it, I'll tell you now it's never my idea and you have to play ball sometimes yeah. when you're well I suppose with the uh, sort of uh, digital deluxe edition extra yeah, all track that shit. people, well, people have to, they do like that fans well. want it you know I mean? and yeah. the people who are paying for it need to get their money back so they have to think <laughs> yeah. many ways to make money as long as everyone's happy and no one's been exploited it's fine yeah, yeah. but yeah I mean you know what it's like in this music industry now it's got to extreme levels of how can I make money out of my name? And yeah. And it, and it's, yeah. I, we're not the kind of band who do that. No, no, um, absolutely not. And I, I wouldn't be comfortable with it. Yeah. You know. Um, but uh, ultimately, all that shit aside, everything's cyclical and everything goes to different chapters. And the thing, the only thing that stands the test of time will be whether you're still listening to those songs in 20 years because you still love them yeah. the rest of it's all bullshit yeah, nobody yeah. gives a shit how people sold it who made the most money all yeah. that crap yeah. they just go is it good or does it suck yeah, yeah, yeah. and do I want to pick it over my other records that I've got many of yeah. Um, so yeah so that's really the, the only challenge is to have longevity everything yeah. else is bullshit yeah, yeah. isn't it I think. Yeah. I, I, it's funny I have this conversation quite often about the, the longevity aspect of it uh, in, in, a, in a, an era in a time where now everything we want is instant and it's like let's do a video of this chat and let's put it online in 30 seconds time and I'm thinking I don't want to do that either I want to yeah. do radio that's a traditionalist <laughs> traditional well, that's, format that's, you know well you, you, you have to uh, whatever art you're doing whether it's radio or being in a band or whatever you have to do, you have to follow the way that your instincts tell you is right yeah. you know, because then you'll exploit the best of yourself I think maybe try and copycat or start to worry about what everybody else is doing yeah. in your field whatever it may be yeah you're taking your eye off the ball, aren't yeah, you? Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. And there's always going to be bands that are bigger, more successful uh, than us that we could look at and go, well, maybe we should do a bit of that, guys. And we've just never done that. Cause yeah. it's like, well, the amount of bands that got on the cover of Kerrang! when we first started out that started yeah. supporting us and then got massive and we'd be like, we're getting a bit of a huff going, why hasn't that happened to us? Yeah. And then two years later... The band has split up, bands yeah. working where they used to work, yeah. and no one knows who they are anymore. Yeah, and like, absolutely, yeah. Ultimately, the fact we can still be around 20 years later, yeah. granted we're not exactly Metallica, but people still know who we are, know we're still doing it, putting the effort in. That's good, yeah. that's good enough for me. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And I think it does tend to be, I think, more of the sort of that sort of rock metal, whether it be a bit the subgenres within rock and metal, that tends to have uh, a more defined sort of longevity for certain particular bands. Or you can still talk about mm. 60s pop bands and the Beatles, but when you still, still look at those that have been on the go for 20, 30, 40 years, all seems to be the rock genre rather than the pop influence. Uh, yeah, and it's also when you've... If, if, uh, if you try to create something that only people can only come to you to get... Granted, there's always going to be bands doing some of the things, but, but if there's something that people really connect with with your bands, yeah. then they, they tend to stay connecting to it. They don't go off it. Yeah. So that, that's why bands have long careers, is because yeah. their fans stick by them and continue to come, even when they're older and they've got ten kids yeah. or whatever. <laughs> they still come to the show, so... Yeah. Um, but obviously there's always a slightly sort of there's a youthful sort of anarchic element to metal which some people do just naturally stray away from in the realities of life yeah indeed but, yeah at certain age but, but you yeah. know if you're really a proper metalhead you just don't grow out of it yeah I love all the same bands I loved when I was 12 yeah 
as much as I did then. Yeah. But you know, not everybody's the same, are they? Indeed. Some people just. Uh, when people say to me, "Oh, I used to love your band now," but but I used, used to, to love your band, yeah. but now, oh, you know, I always I always feel a bit like but that's. I'm all offended because you, you're, you're musically fickle. What do you mean you used to? You yeah, either exactly. like it or you don't. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I guess it is just because it's youthful, silly metal. <laughs> I ain't got a problem with that. I ain't got a problem with that because I still get out of the old vinyl and blow it off and, uh, and then stick it on the turntable. It's like, oh, I ain't played this for ages. Like, and, and, you know, from back in the day on my first gig, I was 12. It was 1980, so I am a bit of an old gig. Uh, Saxon, quality metal. Sweet. They're still making records, aren't they? They are, they? yeah. Biff Byford's still got a still, uh, set of they record at Chapel in Lincolnshire all the time. Right, right. Oh, yeah, because they just done it recently with uh, the last album with Andy Sneap. That's right, yeah. yeah. yeah which I think he is, is, he, he is based down there, isn't he? Is he around that way, I think? I think he's around here, isn't he? Nottingham. Da- Nottingham da- well, Derby, isn't it, I think? Uh, yeah, 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 somewhere yeah. around that way. Yeah. Like, so. But he's, the Saxon are always, uh, all the main guys' name, I forget. Uh, Biff Byford. Biff, yeah. yeah, Biff. Yeah, Good old metal name. They're it? always at Chapel. <laughs> so, where I work a lot. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you see, when metal's in your blood, it's just there, isn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't really go. No, no, no that's matter, why, no matter what know, age. Yeah, that's why when Vinnie Paul died, really affected me because yeah. it was like so many celebrities die, yeah. and yet and you do in a fickle human way just move on because you don't know them. But yes. there's something about the ones that really influence you. Yeah, it really affects you. Yeah, jeez, like, I never got to tell him how much of an influence yeah. he had on you know. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That, the metal thing is just always going to be in my blood for the, those reasons, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's because it's got that sort of, still got that, uh, un- when people sort of look at it as that metal heads for you, that sort of the term, but it's, it's still got that sort of underground sort of feel to it. Even the wider genre of sort of rock and metal music yeah. has always been seen as the, on the sort of outskirts from its early stages of Nawabim in the 80s through to even now people go, metal. And yeah, I, yeah, it's, 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 it's always a po-faced approach to, uh, yeah. attitude to metal for yeah. certain people. yeah. Uh, but thankfully, since the dawn of the iPod, where everyone just had a bit of everything, they had ABBA and yeah. uh, Mayhem on the yeah, same Yeah, iPod. on Shuffle, yeah. Yeah, the, it sort of it blurred the boundaries a little bit, I think. Yeah. It yeah. used to be like, oh, they're into heavy metal, they're yeah, saying yeah. That changed a long yeah. time ago, didn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, sort of. Because yeah, Annie Mack will play like the ar- uh, architects. Architects, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, yeah it's, it's definitely coming to mainstream, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, Dan, thanks so much for uh, chatting to us. Do appreciate it. Uh, and uh, so I look forward to you wearing a 10 gallon hat and your jeans tucked in your cowboy boots then. <laughs> well, Stetson tonight. <laughs> Got to get a Stetson. Are you, you going to get one? Get You're getting one. one. Oh, 100%. And a big belt with a massive buckle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to get a gun as well. <laughs> but I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, it's all right. You can just send kids out while you're over there the next couple of weeks, can't I'll you? Just get, get you a one. little cat gun, like, <laughs> sorry, or a pea shooter, Indeed. some sort of spud gun. <laughs> Dan, uh, thanks so much for chatting, man. Pleasure. I appreciate it. Have a good Pleasure. gig tonight, and uh, hopefully see you again in a few well, a few months' time, back okay? yeah, yeah. on the smaller venues and all. Yeah, so always welcome. Come, come down. Cheers, man. Appreciate it.